Welcome to the Biz for Good Show, where we highlight misfits, outcasts, and renegades for the being good and doing good movement. We spotlight people that are changing the world by having integrity and honesty and creating an environment of connection, thus showing the true secret to success and creating a life of greater impact. So come on board and create your own Biz for Good life. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Biz for Good Show. I am your host, Bobby Glenn James, along with the in the house, Ryan Pilkington. Ryan Pilkington in the house. Can you believe it? Ryan Pilkington has not left the building. He is here. <laughs> I'm always here on Friday. Sandwich. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. Awesome. Tell us about the show, Ryan. What is going on today? Yeah, today we are sitting down with an awesome, like-minded brother from another country. Human being. Country. Hunk, another country. Another country. <laughs> Coming from Liverpool. Close to Liverpool. Close to Liverpool. Right. Oh, for sure. <laughs> right. He's like, ah, crap. What? What? Okay, tell us about the show. What's yeah. going on? What, what are we yeah. doing here? What's happening today, Ryan? So thanks for joining us for another episode of the Bits for Good show. We are sitting down with Phil Palucha, and the title of the show is Authority Building Content Machine. An authority building content machine. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Guys, this is going to be a good show. Uh, we've, been, we've been talking to Phil a lot, uh, more than we were supposed to, because there's so good. many. Go- hopefully, the gold nuggets we talked about, we will we will get into the show, too. Yeah, so uh, we, we've already had a great conversation with Phil. So. Yeah. Love it. So I'll just kick in uh, the bio here. Yo. Yo, yo. On a, on a stick. On a stick. <laughs> Yo yo, wait. Yo yo's not on a stick. No, the bio, bio on a stick. Buy one, get one free. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Often referred to as the Tony Robbins of podcasting for business coaching, Phil Palucha and billionaire in boxers, which I love that title. Billionaires in boxers, I love it. Right, uh, our collection of podcasts, TV series, and radio shows. Uh, the Digital Business Connector, Phil, is a podcast for business mentor and content generation coach, helping businesses to reach authority status, and I like this whilst generating an abundance of content for their marketing. So thanks for being on the show. Welcome to the show, Mr. Phil. Your pleasure. Thank you for having me. We always commented before. I love your energy. I wish I had that much energy at any stage of any day. Yeah, and I do it drug-free, too. Yeah. You yeah, should well, watch. See, that's even more impressive. Well you, should, you should watch out when he's got Mountain Dew in it. Yeah, unfortunately, when I hit some Mountain Dew, I mean, intravenously, it gets worse. But It's, I, it's the Mentos and Coke. It's just got to come out. It's Mentos and Coke. Oh, it comes out both ends. But anyway, just saying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, Bill. We're excited uh, to have somebody with so much experience. Uh, we're, you know, in the podcasting world, we're kind of, I mean, we're three years in, going on four Love years it. in, but... Five it's, years, it's bro. Five years? Yeah. We're going on five years? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I don't know. I've I don't know if we should count 2020 because of this crazy world. Oh, yeah. In. Well, we've been doing some shit for 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, but but thank you for 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 coming on the show and sharing your your knowledge and your expertise and uh, we're excited to learn from you. So thank you, Phil. It's most welcome. I mean, we were having a chat in uh, 
what I call the virtual green room beforehand, and we were already spitting some stuff, and and, and I can tell this was going to be fun. So yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully your audience take a lot from it. Yeah, virtual yeah. green room. I like that. Yeah. Virtual. Uh, we're gonna have to say, oh yeah, you're in the green room right now. Yeah, yeah, cool. like yeah exactly. <laughs> okay, Ryan. Uh, oh, I'm supposed to tell some things. I'm supposed to talk about. What am I supposed to talk about? Here we go. Be sure to get your B for G checklist. Everybody, go to the Biz for Good Show. That's biz, B-I-Z, for goodshow.com. Biz for goodshow.com and download your checklist. Get your checklist. It is the Biz for Good checklist. It gets you in a mindset of things to do every day, every week to get into a biz for good mindset. It goes out and tells you, you know, go out and talk to this person or connect to these or go out and just help somebody on the street. It just gets you into this mindset of how to start living a biz for good life. So download the checklist and uh, be a part of the movement. That's right, people. Now it's time to get crazy. Crazy with the biz for good show. That's cool, crazy. That's cool, crazy. What are we doing? We're just starting right we're, into oh, it. Oh, yeah, we're interviewing Phil. As well. Yeah, you know. <laughs> he's, oh, he's, come out, he's come out of the green room, and now he's into the yeah, studio. Yeah, we're in the studio. All right, oh, Phil. So we like to ask the first question that we like to ask our guests is, what? why this for good? Why did you want to come on the show? What does it mean to you uh, in your life, in your life's work? Why Why did this connect with you, this being good and doing lo- good lifestyle? We believe it's one of the greatest business models of all time. If The more good you do, the more clients you'll have, the happier employees you'll have. So how does that, sure. what does it mean to you? So... I think it's at the very heart of everything we do, actually, with um, with billionaires in boxes, and and it's it's the reason I wanted to set up solo and go on my own and and go out on this venture and grow this business because I'd been working in the corporate world and and it was far more about you know meeting targets, financial targets, predictions of growth, all this kind of stuff, and the customers are kind of just used as a commodity. They're just a number. You just need more of them, and all you get to see is these people on a spreadsheet, but. For me, business is about, you know, business is a team sport. So it's about empowering other people. It's about the authenticity that happens with networking. When you not not networking with somebody for a purpose other than I like what you do, you look like what I do, let's have a conversation and explore where it takes us. Because that's when magic happens. And as we've become more and more automated in our industries, I think we've kind of lost that. You know, it's much more about retargeting campaigns to show people the version of an advert that will best convert them. It's not necessarily doing what's the best thing for the customer or having even your community in mind or even your business in mind sometimes. It's literally just about the bottom line. It's about how much money you're making. And for me, biz for good isn't that. Biz for good is that if you're growing, everybody else should be growing around you. And just as somebody gave you a hand up on that next step of the ladder, you have an obligation to do the same thing for others. Turn around and give somebody that hand up and continue to grow together. I'm a firm believer in that. I love it because we, we've been doing, you know, we're up to 200, close to 200 episodes. We quit counting after a while. Uh, but that is always the mindset is that, you know, there's so many businesses out there that it's the bottom line. It's about the numbers. It's about the money. And then they try tricks and to figure out how to manipulate by saying, oh, we're for this. We help this. And all you got to do is be real and legit mm-hmm. and actually care about people. And everybody we have on the show said, you know what? That's what's helped my company or my thing grow more than anything else 
is being real and really connecting with the people. So that's awesome. Mm. Well, I think it kind of has to with the podcast. I mean, podcasting is is a really authentic form of storytelling and and having a conversation. So, you know, I've done over ten thousand hours of podcasting now, working it out just before the show. You know, I started podcasting twelve years ago. You know, if I wasn't being real and authentic and genuinely me, I'm like I'm the best actor in the world because <laughs> um, I've been keeping this up for over a decade. But so, but I couldn't. You know, I, I didn't know how to be anybody other than me. And the thing is, like. I know some people don't necessarily inherently have this, but I'm the kind of guy that if I feel like someone's got a bum deal or I haven't given as much back in value, like I will struggle to sleep at night. You know, I don't understand how certain business owners kind of start a business, grow it, make money, and then don't pay their employees and don't pay their, their contractors and these kind of people. It's like, how do you sleep at night? Like, I would be tortured by my own mind if I did that. Mm. Um, not, not least of all, actually, one of my things that I've done for a long time is I've done transcendental meditation since the age of 11. Oh. And I love meditation. But I'll tell you this, when I'm stressed or angry or not feeling good about myself, I really struggle to meditate. I can't, I can't mm. clear my mind. It's like a really weird thing. So it's kind of like I almost have to clear my conscience to be able to go and fully enjoy a meditation. So I guess maybe there's a selfish element to why I do biz for good too. It's like I like meditation and I want to be able to sleep at night. Yeah, and and we talk about that. It's not about just giving and giving and giving. It's about this real connection. And to have a real connection, you do have to take some too. People don't realize, oh, I, I can't, you know, I'm only a giver, only a giver. Well, if everybody was just a giver, then we wouldn't have anything to to give well that's the point you can only give what you have so for for, you know for for me and my family charity is is always been an important thing for for both me and my wife separately before we met and now together as a family but the more i earn the more i can give the more i can help to help people i'm not against money i don't think biz for good is a you know i'm not talking about not for profit here absolutely you can make you can make a profit the money is good but there's a good way of making money and there's the lying scheming manipulating way of making money yeah and, and, and in fact there's a there's a, a, an opportunity to make a lot of money doing that being absolutely. good 100% because and, and actually the irony is these days it's being good is the thing that stands out because most people are now used to seeing the Instagram lifestyle people, the people showing you them in the Ferraris and the boats and the big cars and they're hoodwinking people into doing business with them and buying their courses. Somebody actually being genuinely real and authentic and just saying, hey, listen, I'm on this journey too. You know, like I might be a few steps further ahead of you, but actually, you know, this person is still X amount of steps further ahead of me. So we're all learning together. Let's go on this journey together. You're far more likely to have people resonate with you and become lifelong customers of your business because they want to join you on that journey. And then it's not a commodity thing. It's not a product-based thing anymore where they pay for the service and then they go. Like this is, becomes a customer for life because you've changed a customer into a fan. They're a fan of you, a fan of your work. You're a fan of theirs, and you can both collaborate together to create something awesome. And that's what I love about it. I love it. I, I love, love it. it. Love it. Love it. He, he gets it. He's got Ryan, it. He's he dialed gets in. It. He gets it. You're you're the epitome of what we're talking about when we talk about Bizfried. You understand the whole concept that hey. And you said it before when when you talked about, you know, when people are manipulating, how do they sleep at night? Those and, and we've said it, you can make lots of money being like that. But you, can, you can't yeah. but you can't consistently do the same thing. You have to jump no. around to the next ripoff and the next ripoff. 
you can't build anything truly great and amazing be, being like that. You just cannot. The the mm. the people will not let that happen. You make lots of money, but it won't sustain itself. Well, there's the there's the what's it called? Clickbait or whatever the the website. I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's um it's in connection with ClickFunnels. Oh. It's like um. It's like a, an affiliate marketplace where you can go and sell your course. Oh, yeah. Clickbank. Clickbank. Yes, Clickbank. Clickbank. If you look at their statistics, none of their top 10% performers are there three years later. Yeah. None of them. It's like they have this two and a half, three year window where they make as much money as they can before eventually all the start, all the bad reviews start catching up on them. Um, you know, the YouTubers who are now an alternative form of media are now talking about you and interviewing customers who've had a poor experience and it's game over, yep. right? But if you're building something authentic, you can keep growing. And here's the other thing. You can, like I have a motto, which is the day I stop learning is the day I stop earning. Okay, and because of that, that means I'm constantly trying to level up to the next level. But let's say I'm operating at level six or seven. Well, that gives me level one to five to teach my clients right now. But when I get to step up to eight or nine, I'm going to be teaching six, seven, and eight. You know what I mean? Nah. It's like as I continue to grow, they can grow on their journey too. Um, and those are, those people who do that whole hey, I became a millionaire overnight. Look, I can make seven figures of your business in just one day. All this kind of stuff. Like, they they have nowhere to go. They've sold snake oil. What you know, snake oil is not a good business foundation to build on. So, what are you going to do next, other than maybe a Ponzi scheme or something? Yeah, it it is not sustaining. You can if you want something sustaining and to build something great, then think about the good that you can do with the product or service or thing that you're doing. If Massively. you can really hone and focus in on that, you can be ultra, ultra successful. And biz well, for me, good. Let, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, let me tell you something, right? Because I've had I've been faced with this dilemma a number of times in my business. Because what what podcasting has done for me and now for my clients for the past five years is you know, it can be used as a business development tool because you're, you know, it's amazing. You'll have a salesperson on the phone. They won't give you 10 minutes to go through your pitch, but they'll give you an hour on a podcast to build a relationship with <laughs> yeah. them. So it, it's completely, it, it just levels so the playing field. Then you could do it for content creation, right? And it's like, okay, there is, you can repurpose each podcast. So let's just use a really quick example. Uh, one is the podcast release. Two is a blog about the podcast. Then you create five to ten, one to two minute video clips that you can then share out on social media and five to ten static quotes on images from that podcast. So you've now got like 22 pieces of content from one podcast. You do your own show once a week and guest appear on somebody's show once a week. You're boosting authority, getting all the backlinks, all the digital real estate you're claiming. And now you've got like 40 odd pieces of content to use for the social media. That's authentic and genuine. What more do you need? So, so true. Mm. Cool. Awesome. All right. Let's, let's ask him another question because yeah, we, uh, we got deep on that. It's all you, right? Oh, yeah, that's me. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm turning it over. So <laughs> the, the title of the show is uh, Authority Building. I, yeah, I know. You go crazy. Authority Building Content Machine. Uh, that's the title of the show. You want to dive a deeper into that, please? Yeah. What are you saying? The machine. What are you talking about? Machine. So... This is the way I like to look at what we do with our podcasting, okay? It, it's an authority-building content machine, right? And the reason it, – it's this content machine for the reasons I just said a minute ago, actually, with how much you can kind of repurpose a podcast and how, you know, if you're doing that several times a week, you're claiming loads of prime digital real estate because each podcast is published on aggregators like 
five, six times as a minimum. So that's five different types of websites that are all pointing traffic in your direction. They're all great keywords. Google loves content, so it's pushing you. So it's like the best form of SEO without needing to pay for SEO, right? And so, it's fun. And it's fun, dude. And it's authentic. <laughs> well, and if it's you're doing real, it right, it's, it's fun. Yeah. It's so much quicker than like, oh, what am I going to write in this blog or <laughs> – you know, what should I, what quote should I post tomorrow? It's like this way, there's just an abundance of it there. Yeah. And actually, the reason I call it authority building is, you know, whether you're doing it to win sales and then just become recognized in your industry or whether you're actually doing it to build authority. Like, so let's say you wanted to be a keynote speaker at more of the events in your industry because then you'd be recognized in, in higher esteem. You'd be seen at the top table. Well, then your strategy might be to interview all, all the keynote speakers of the major events that you're currently dealing with, plus the event organizers of those events, hence increasing the likelihood that you're going to be invited to come and speak there, right? So the problem, or, or not problem as such, the, the, the interesting thing with perception is it's a very powerful tool, right? People really struggle to differentiate between you being the number one podcaster for what you do and you being the number one at what you do. It's very, very difficult for them to for them to differentiate that. So if you're being seen alongside all of these experts from your industry, the assumption is that you're an expert in this industry. Why wouldn't you be? You're at the same table as them, the same about, meetings, the same conversations. We talk about that all the time, how podcasting just somehow gets you some legitimacy that other things just don't. 100%. It used to be you had to have a book. authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be you had to have a book. Now you have to have a podcast if you want to be legit. But it's the authenticity. That's what it is. It's because people have become so used to this retargeted, specialized, personalized, stalk you on the internet form of advertising. You know, even the way they, they, they advertise on television is kind of led to this. It's not just online that I'm blaming here, these Facebook adverts. You know, all the adverts are on TV are like, buy this deodorant or you'll stink and girls won't like you. Buy this product for your hair or boys are going to think you're ugly and you're going to die a virgin. You're like, <laughs> it, it's all this scare, 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 you, you're not good enough kind of attitude. Mm. Whereas a podcasting is much more how we really talk to each other. It's let's have fun, let's build a relationship. Like we're having fun with this conversation. If everybody else decides that they don't want to, they can go watch something else. Yeah. Or more than likely, people will also enjoy this and your vibe attracts your tribe and podcasting for mm. me is the best way of being authentic and getting that message out there. You saying, said it. You, you attract You attract your people. You yeah. said, I mean, you it, you it attracts your tribe, people. You got great one-liners. Yeah, that is good stuff. <laughs> Say that again. What is it? Your, 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 your tribe. vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah. Vibe attracts we're going we're to plaster that on We our... need to write on the wall. <laughs> so when people come into the studio, we have them write on the wall. But virtually, we should start having people. Ooh, a virtual sign. Oh, we should have a virtual signing. How, how do we do that? I don't know. <laughs> we're going to figure that out, man. We may be sending you a link to virtually sign our wall. I'm up for that. That'd be cool. <laughs> oh, Phil, it fills up for whatever. He's so cool. Awesome digital stuff. Let's do it. All right, Phil. So the listeners out there, let's let. Mm -hmm. Do you have some kind of a cool uh, gold nugget, a challenge for them, something that that you can get people off of their bottoms and 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 do something? Well, I'll give you both. Actually, I'll give you a gold nugget, and then I'll give you a challenge to Ooh, do with it. Oh yeah. So golden nugget, because this is one thing that always fascinates me, okay? And it's only something that I learned over the last few years from some incredibly powerful and successful mentors. I mean, again, you were talking about it being a great leveler. You know, I now have billionaires as my mentor um, teaching me what they know about business. And 
like how did I meet these people? I met them through podcasting, mm. right? And through introductions that came through podcasting. So the the golden nugget is this because people always get networking wrong. This is the major point that people get wrong when it comes to networking. Okay, they're trying to level up and they're trying to speak to the people at the top table. Let's say these keynote speakers, these best-selling authors in the industry. The question I always get asked is, well, how do I convince them to come on my show? How do I even get them on the phone to have a conversation with me? And what I say is this, okay? People are pitching it the wrong way. You're trying to justify why you should have that conversation. So you're trying to add value. You're trying to think about things that you're going to get out of the conversation. So you've got all these preconceived ideas as to what that conversation needs to look like, including from the guest perspective. You're thinking, okay, what can I really offer Tony Robbins on a phone call? I'm going to need to give him this, this, and this. And you've tried to pre-plan the whole thing in your mind, right? Perfect. You've said it perfect. That doesn't work. Yeah, that's how people think, though. <laughs> and that's the reason perfect. it doesn't work is because once, let's say, once you get to a certain number, so let's just hypothetically say that number is 10 million US, right? Once you've got 10 million US in the bank, your decisions are no longer based on money. They're based on what projects you care the most about, what things you resonate the most about, what opportunities you're interested in, the kind of people you want to associate with and be close to. That's what they think about. So actually, you are far more likely to have a successful outcome to a networking meeting if you go into it with no preconceived ideas and actually ensure that that's the table that your guest is coming in with too. So for example, in a message beforehand, it would be something along the lines of, we've got a lot of mutual connections and friends. I'm really interested in seeing what you do there. I'm doing this, this, and this. But what I'm really keen to do is just explore how we might be able to help each other. I'd love to learn more about what you do. Let's just jump on a call. And I'll let you in on my little secret now. When it's going well and I'm enjoying the call and I want to get to know this person more, the next thing I say is, this would be perfect for my podcast. What do you think about arranging another call? We can get to know each other a bit better. And then, you know, after that, if you're up for it, I'd be keen to explore how we might be able to work together. I can guarantee there are people in your phone book that would be helpful for me and people in my phone book who would be helpful for you. So we should explore that. Now, the reason I'm teaching that as a golden nugget, right, is if you... If you take that approach and stop having preconceived ideas about why you're networking with people, it also removes that barrier that only exists in your head as to the kind of people you should be pitching to. Well, I can't message Gary Vee. What have I got to offer him? What have I got to say? No, if he resonates with your message, he's going to hit that far more than if he comes on your profile and realizes you've got 50,000 subscribers. If that message doesn't resonate, he's not paying attention. So focus on being authentic. And you'll get so much more out of it. Mm. Oh, that, that is so good. Mm. We, we, we have had so many great people on the show just because of that. Because they resonate with the mindset of this being good thing as a business model. And, and it's been so exciting to have the people that we've had on yeah. the show. Don't you think, Ryan? Oh, my gosh. Just amazing, amazing. human beings doing It is a blessing. Cool it is a stuff. blessing every, every Friday to sit down. We are so. humbled to be able to talk to yeah. great people like you and, and so many amazing human being that get it they get it hey if i want to put you know my mark on the world the best way to do that is to do great things for other people definitely look business is a team sport as well so if you if you do good for other people and then some people will just take that right because there are always people in life that just take and they never give okay but they're not the people who are supposed to be in your team so 
think of giving as a way of pre-vetting the people that you should be working with. Because the people who give back, they're the people you should be working with. The people that just take and take and take, they would have been like that as a business partner, as a customer, as a whatever. So they're the people you want to be avoiding. So actually giving is, is not about this thing that you're giving away. It's actually almost a risk assurance policy for you and a safety net. But it's, mm. it's your way of pre-vetting who it is you should be spending your time with. Yeah, I'm, bu- I'm building a, a team right now. So, yeah. yeah, with your advocate project. Yeah, I'm building yeah, a team right now. That's so, so that's good. Oh, that's good stuff. Man, Phil, thank you so much for being on the show. This has been enlightening and, and inspiring. And I don't know what you're talking about. you got a lot of energy. I don't, I don't, you said you didn't know if you could <laughs> yeah. have yeah, I think, I think yeah, he's, he's been, he's been he's right there every second, Boom. man. He, you're, mm-hmm. you're super engaged and connected and, and words of powerful, powerful wisdom. Thank you so much, Phil, for being on the show. Can you, can you tell folks uh, where they can find you, how to get a hold of you, connect? Sure thing. Thank you so much for having me. It's been, uh, it's been a blast. Um, yeah, you can find me at billionairesinboxers.com. Is the name of the website? Billionairesinboxers.com. Sorry, I had to say it. Exactly. That's all right. I like the way you do the name. I might get you to do some promo work. Um, but <laughs> some of our voiceover stuff. But um, yeah, all of our podcasts are on there as well. Well, I say all. All of our most recent podcasts are on there. Not all of them. Uh, but you'll definitely get lost down a rabbit hole that way. Or you can find me. I have a really unusual surname. So for those of you who are listening to this and not watching it, my surname is spelled P-E-L-U-C-H-A. So it's Phil Pelucha. Uh, if you Google me, I pretty much own the domain for that name. So you will find all of my social media everywhere. Come say hey, however feels best. Sweet. Awesome. Cool. Oh, Any last words, Ryan? What do you got? Oh, sheesh. That was great, man. Thanks so much for being on the show. And uh, have a safe, happy holidays over there in England or London. <laughs> yeah. I'm like yeah, UK somewhere. UK. <laughs> yeah, I am. I mean, I'm still in England. I mean, okay. I know Liverpool. Yeah. I know Liverpool likes to think of itself as a separate country, but we're definitely still part of England. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's Check. just Beetle World, right? That's what it's exactly just Beatles World. <laughs> oh, thanks so much, Phil, for being on the show. Ryan, you going to take us out? Yeah, we're always in the show with the hashtag be good, do good, and we say it three times and we get crazy on the third time. Say it louder and louder. So here we go. Hashtag be, be good, good, do good. good. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. Yeah. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington, this is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go 